gentlemen, welcome to the D-Rich Show, where we talk anything and everything crypto. Now, here's your host, D-Rich. Hey everybody, welcome back to the D-Rich Show. This is D-Rich and today is March 18th, 2021. How's everybody doing this Thursday? I hope everybody's doing well wherever you may be uh, here in the United States, um, across the globe, Canada, Europe, United Kingdom, wherever you may be, Africa, Asia, wherever you may be um, in the continent, in the globe, Australia. Um, I hope that you are doing well. Um, and um, I just want to go ahead and uh, always um, make sure that we're starting off on a good note. We're always remaining uh, positive um, and upbeat. So, you know, I hope your spirits are well. And um, today um, brings, uh, you know, something, bring you closer to something um, that you're looking for um, as far as getting things done, getting things accomplished, whatever. But anyway, I hope that you guys are well. To the subscribers to the channel, um, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be. I hope that you guys are also doing well. But anyway, guys, if you guys are new to the channel, go ahead and hit the like button, the subscribe button, as well as that notification bell. And on this channel, just to give you guys a heads up, if you don't know already, we talk anything and everything crypto. We also bring in um, a little politics and how it revolves around um, each other and how all of this is um, one big melting pot as far as um, transitioning from one economy to another and um, how they play um, roles. Um, I will try to uh, share an unbiased um, opinion. Um, However, um, also we'll look at the facts and um, keep it straight. Um, but anyway, today's video, we're going to be talking about the uh, World Bank who says that the Interledger looks um, okay or is very um, promising. Um, it looks good. Uh, Crypto.com becomes a principal member of the Visa network. And that uh, BNY Mellon News, uh, we'll be talking about a little bit of that and going back a little bit uh, to um, show some Ripple connections with BNY Mellon and how that looked like it will play out. Um, and finally, um, there's a Ripple tweet um, that I want to go over, um, which speaks volumes to me that you don't want to miss. So stay tuned. Um, we'll be talking about that lastly um, before we head up out of here for uh, today. But anyway, as always, we'll be getting into the coin market cap. Bitcoin's dominance is at 61.1%. Ethereum is at 11.6%. As Bitcoin right now is trading at $59,041. So if you are into Bitcoin, um, you know, the movement is um, astronomical. And congratulations to the early adopters and those um, who um, have faith um, to believe in Bitcoin um, to get to where it's at today. And um, I'm sure it's going to take a little bit more, um, some more legs up. So um, congratulations to you guys. Um, I want Bitcoin to be successful, but at the same time, I also want some of this um, dominance to um, retreat um, into other assets. Anyway, uh, Ethereum is at number two there at $1,817. Cardano is at 131 
okay pushing up a little bit since the uh, listing with coinbase finance coin dropped down to number four two hundred sixty four dollars still doing relatively well still very impressive polka dot there is at 36 36 and our beloved xrp look like it's ready to move um at number seven there 48 um ooh, did i say almost 48 dollars of course because one day it will be there anyway it's at 48 cents okay oh don't mix me up there because I, I do wish that was 48 dollars because i know that it would bypass all of these um, babies and be back in the number two position real quick anyway um uniswap is 30 dollars and 10 cents litecoin 204 dollars 14 cents and rounding out that top 10 you got chain link at 29 dollars 74 cents pretty much guys the market is um looking flush looking green people got the stimulus people are adding to their stacks and doing some other things um to um increase uh, their portfolio value hoping that there's a significant return um, again on this channel this is never going to be financial advice um, i am not a financial advisor um, so do your due diligence do your own research um, when it comes to investing and how that um, you know will help you significantly if you do so um, anyway um, you continue to move down the market you're looking at theta there um, which I, again, I always say that I was able to recover my theta and I'm happy about that. Um, because I thought I was able to send it to my ledger. Unfortunately, they took the uh, compatibility off and, um, I reached out to ledger. They got back to me, which was a very good thing. They do communicate and get back to you and try to give you solutions to some issues or problems. Um, but anyway, um, you again you keep looking down the chart you got cosmos um pumping up over there 13 percent in the last 24 hours you just look at the market do your own research at chz is chili's is doing very good which is a sports type of nft and um again um do you do diligence your research um h bar 35 cents banging out the money for the early adopters um, so anyway, um, we won't go too much into that, but as always, we do want to keep a, a close eye on the market, you know, to look at when to either take profit, to monitor the market, to kind of get familiar with the ebbs and flows of the market to kind of, you know, guide you into to where you need to uh, go in regards to a buy-in or an entry point for some assets if you guys are eyeballing some know always jot down your notes and keep eye on the assets that you are looking at and you know make sure you look at an entry point um, that's favorable for you um, anyway moving on this is coming from USA News Lab World Bank says interledger is very promising uh, for payments and um, this was written on March 18 2021 and we'll go ahead and get right into this the World Bank Group calls the Interledger Protocol very promising for interoperability in the cost area. The researchers operated three Interledger nodes linked to two blockchain testnets, Ethereum and the XRP Ledger. The World Bank Group is in collaboration with the IMF Digital Advisory Unit, has printed a report on blockchain interoperability, and that opinions presents 
analysis agenda from experiments throughout blockchain platforms together with Ethereum, Hyperledger, Fabric, Corda, uh, Quorum, Polkadot, and the Interledger protocol developed by Ripple's former CTO, Stefan Thomas, from the views of technology, safety, and threat, and authorized concerns. As the report notes, an interoperable digital structure for the alternate of knowledge and digital property is important in the digitization of commerce, e-commerce, and e-government companies for the forced-off fragmentation. Among the means of for interoperability, the World Bank examined oracles, time-bound asset locking and unlocking, relays, application layer adapters, varied blockchain networks, and blockchain agnostic sensible contract languages equivalent to Quant, Networks, DML, Voltan, and Overledger. All right, moving forward, you can look at the summary of WBG's technical exploration of blockchain interoperability. Um, you know, all the um, jargon, I, I can't break most of it down, I'm not going to lie to you, but I do understand uh, what they're talking about. Um, when it comes to their interoperability um, and things like that, what's taking place um, with the financial systems and how um, they're looking to uh, take advantage of this technology. Um, the World Bank on the take and look at the um, Interledger protocol under the heading Working Group Investments and Lessons Learned. The World Bank elicits that the Interledger is an open protocol initially impressed by the internet protocol for sending payments throughout the com throughout completely different blockchain networks and in quotes here it permits the alternate of worth throughout completely different cost networks using interledger the xrp may be dispatched to somebody who desires to obtain eth or usd may be, be dispatched to somebody who desires to obtain euro interledger routes packets of worth in the identical approach as the internet routes packets of data so here's some examples here here's example one here's example two all right and furthermore the world bank reveals that it ran three interledger nodes linked to two blockchain testnets ethereum and ripples xrp ledger in this course of party a dispatch ether and parties b no acquire xrp whereas a third node acted as the middleman in the token alternate and to accomplish this party a with ether needs to install a settlement engine to transfer ether from ethereum testnet to the intermediary node through a settlement engine for ethereum the report says the analysis group caused the outcomes of the take a look at very promising so guys i mean this is um pretty much good to go um i'm pretty sure that they've already been uh working on these things uh, behind the scenes um, unbeknownst to us this is just being now reported um, they are only going to let us know what they want us to know so you know don't you know fret or frown oh nothing is happening oh there's a pl plenty of happening uh, behind the scenes because we're not there on a day-to-day -day basis we don't get to see how hard these people are working anyway I'll finish this up and you can read the rest it's a little um, lengthy article but it has a lot of good information in there for uh, you guys to get familiar with. The Interledger Project Working Group claims to create an internet of value. 
this is a really promising <clears throat> for the cost area and the Interledger group already developed a number of settlement engines for several types of non-crypto costs equivalent to PayPal and sell money so guys there's other things being put into place um, that we don't know about and just keep your eyes on the prize that's it when it comes to XRP um, the internet of value the XRPL how that is going to play a huge role um, in transitioning um, to the new system um, when they're ready to announce it um, again yesterday we talked about hyperinflation and again when you start seeing hyperinflation um, and the interest rates um, go up you better believe that means XRP is about to um, come onto the world stage when those two things happen um, you heard it here that is a time for you to number one get out the stock market okay when they start messing with the rates um, I think Powell talked about it a little bit uh, yesterday um, so um, just keep an eye on that when things started costing more as we talked about you'll start seeing um, and there's going to uh, be a liquidity crisis and the XRP token is the tool uh, for um, meeting the demands of liquidity uh, when a need anyway this is coming from coin telegraph the future of money and this is written by Astato Avan Nomayo crypto.com becomes a principal member of the visa network and crypto.com is now the latest cryptocurrency exchange and payment service to join the visa network and according to the press statement issued on Wednesday crypto.com has inked a global partnership with the credit debit card payment giant which includes becoming a principal member of visa's network in australia so you know if you guys are in australia boom there you go um shout out to uh cricket um if you guys are looking for some merch some uh things like that um she's the person to go to anyway according to press statement issue wednesday um we already went over that as part of the press relief, Crypto.com revealed that the collaboration with the Visa was in line with the company's efforts to expand the reach of its crypto Visa card. Crypto.com's Visa card is already used in more than 30 countries around the world, including the United States, Canada, as well as nations in Europe and across the Asia Pacific. Crypto.com plans to begin direct issuance of its Visa card in the country and the company says it will use its presence in Australia to pursue greater market penetration for its card services across the world. And apart from its physical Visa card product, Crypto.com will also reportedly begin to issue virtual cards uh, within Europe. Commenting on the Visa partnership, Crypto.com CEO Chris Marzalek remarked, Signing the global partnership with Visa and becoming a principal member with the world's leader in digital payments affirms our commitment to accelerate the world's transition to cryptocurrency. So guys, we don't know how fast it's going to happen, but it is happening. Cryptocurrencies are picking up steam. Excuse me. I could tell you without a doubt, last year when I was asking customers, or excuse me, um, cashiers, um, places that I, you know, frequent when it comes to making a payment last year, Hey, can I pay with cryptocurrency or Bitcoin? Bitcoin is always the, you know, the lead in for me to where I go when I, you know, start, initiate the conversation. Last year, people had no idea what I was talking about. 
every person that I've asked recently in the last several weeks, can I pay with Bitcoin or cryptocurrency? And the number one response that I get is, I wish. That is the number one response I've been getting lately. I wish. I've had uh, waitresses, waiters um, talk to me at length. I had a young lady talk to me about Dogecoin. And you know what? Cryptocurrencies are on the scene. You're not putting it back in the bottle. It's not happening. So get over it. For you guys thinking that cryptocurrencies are all cryptocurrencies will go to zero. Um, please get out of that philosophy of thinking or that way of thinking because um, again we want every cryptocurrency to be successful if cryptocurrencies are successful um, that means a generation of people um, will um, transfer wealth and gain wealth and um, that's what we want we want to see people happy wealthy uh, financially fit financially stable um, where you know we can live um, a, a meaningful life um, being able to travel, being able to do things, buy things, um, buy a home, buy a vehicle, whatever it might be. Um, wish um, the success of every cryptocurrency. Um, wish their success. And again, um, this is just another move by Visa as we talked about many Visa moves uh, before. Anyway, this is coming for Forge, BMY, Mellon. Joins 133 million in Series C's and Bitcoin custodian file and fireblocks. This was uh, written by Nina. Um, she's part of the Forbes staffs. I don't want to mess her name up, so please forgive me for not mentioning it. Um, anyway, New York City-based crypto custodian fireblocks has raised 133 million in Series C's venture capital funding with strategic investment from BNY Mellon and the Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, the round was led by Kotu, Ribbit, and Stripes, according to the Fireblock statement. The completion of the round brings the company's total amount of venture capital raised to $175 million. And previous investors include Paradigm, Galaxy Digital, and Swisscom Ventures. The firm declined to disclose how much the investment valued the company. And with the raised capital, the company plans to expand the infrastructure for its rapidly increasing customer base and um, engineering is going to be a major part of our spin says Fireblock CEO and co-founder Michael Shalov over the past couple of months the firm has onboarded 70 new clients and will likely have 80 new customers by the end of this quarter twice more than forecasted and to date Fireblocks has completed 400 billion and digital asset transfers for approximately 230 clients, including banks, hedge funds, fintech firms, and exchanges, among others. And the first firm closely advises 50% of the top 70 banks in the world and is developing pilot products for five multinational banks, says Shalov. Assets under management lie in the 10 to $20 billion range. So guys, this is huge because we know that BNY Mellon is associated with Ripple and they have had staff on or may be current um, on their staff that has worked from um, BNY Mellon. Going back to February 7th, 2018, this is also an article from Mellon. 
Bellin Banking hires new crypto fortune, almost one billion in Ripple's XRP. All right, so you think that this is not to do with anything? You still people are still thinking XRP is a scam. Get out of here with that crap. And this is written by Nathan Vardy, who also was a or is maybe continued to be a Ford staff member. Um, Matthew Mellon, individual investor whose crypto worth is um, 900 million to 1 billion. Um, this hired to one of the greatest banking fortune and a New York, excuse me, a former chair of the New York Republican Party Finance Committee has struggled with drug addiction. Sorry to hear that. Um, but, you know, you know, that matters if, if you're suffering from that, you know, um, I'll pray for you. I hope that you get yourself together. Um, anyway, not to get too much off subject, but I just want to make sure that we um, are trying to deal sanely uh, with some of the issues uh, that we have. And sometimes those things resort um, to being part of taking care of some of that. But anyway, so when um, he began dabbling heavily in cryptocurrencies years ago, his friends and family tried to dissuade him, kind of like us, figuring it was another erratic obsession. And indeed, he abandoned some early investments and sold his Bitcoin a few years ago. Guys, I mean, <clears throat> with transparency, I don't hold any Bitcoin. Okay, if I do get Bitcoin, it is because of a referral link through Coinbase. They give you money um, or coin, uh, they give you Bitcoin. Or if, you know, people sign up through Celsius to get their passive income. Yes, they do also give me Bitcoin. And that is the only Bitcoin that I do hold. Um, otherwise, you know, I'm prepared with XRP. Um, that is that is my baby. Okay, if you know what I mean. Um, but then the melon uh, got turned on to XRP. He spent some $2 million to acquire coins, which he liked because it's one of the few cryptocurrencies that are working within the banking system. Crypto is scary and dark. It's anti-America. Mellon says at 54, I am pro-America, pro-business, and pro-bank. That's why I went to Ripple. Mellon's XRP is worth around $1 billion. Recently divorced, he parties in a posh a Los Angeles house he rents for $150,000 a month it's $1 billion virtually for free um, I actually have earned it because I was the only person who was willing to raise his hand says Mellon my family thought I was insane when I knew it was a home run so guys just kind of like what we go through um, when it comes to cryptocurrency oh you're crazy you're doing um, you're, you, it's, um, internet money is fake um, you get all of that Okay, but when you, uh, this is what I always say, you tell, you show, and you do, okay, you tell them, okay, some will, some won't, so what, then you show them, okay, and then you do, and what I mean by that, again, like you say, you always want to communicate it, some people are, you know, easy to approach about it, and they're receptible, and they'll allow you to open the door and they'll walk in and they'll give it a dabble. There's then those who um, can't get out of their own way and 
they'll be the negative people. Oh, it won't work. It's fake. All that. I get it. No worries. Later, they'll be coming back to you. Okay, you show them how to do it. You take your time. You show them different videos. You show them different um, things personally. You actually take their cell phone and you show them. Or show them on the desktop or whatever. Um, You know, that is kind of our responsibility as crypto pioneers. The ones who um, have believed in the opportunity. Not only the opportunity, but... Um, to have the vision to see in the future not a month not two months you know not even a half a year not even a year sometimes it takes five years sometimes it might take a little bit longer okay and that's what you have to um, impress upon is that patience perseverance is the key factor that should be motivating Uh, you when it comes to investment that should be the number one factor patience perseverance and how long are you willing to wait all right anyway moving forward um, I'll get to this article here Um, BNY Mellon reinventing payments and guys this is way back in November 14 2016 2016 we're in 2021 okay we're some five years uh, removed from this article um, in a recent report titled Reinventing Payments in an Area of Modernization, Worldwide Banking and Financial Services Corporation BNY Mellon invents um, a caution, optimism about distributed ledger technology, which we just heard that um, it looks very promising. Um, the report points out the challenges in current payments, infrastructure, risk to end cost, timely this customer experience transparency and managing information um, every step of the way all right bny mellon advises collaboration as they reinvent payments with customer expectations driving a need for fully digital cost-effective and real-time customer experience bny mellon gives very familiar advice to banks customers and fintechs alike that will be best served by their collaboration banks can offer legacy advantages which are traditional um, of established trust and relationships solution providers can offer banks the ability to compete for customers and cut internal costs and the report suggests that if we work together as an industry it is very possible that we can deliver the global payment experiments within the next 10 years so guys we're five years okay five years we just talked about years um, how long are you willing to wait but we have a lot of work to do before then. And guys, just just to be mindful, okay? Um, if the banks do not get in line with this new technology, they're done. Their time is up, okay? They have to adapt or they go extinct. So when you start seeing banks uh, go extinct, um, it's because you have different platforms that we talked about, like Crypto.com, who um, has digital um, I just signed up for my Uphold Visa card, um, which is a digital card. So um, there's multiple um, opportunities coming up when it comes to finance and banking. And again, when you um, don't adjust or um, adapt, um, then you um, perish. 
Ultimately, BNY Mellon sees the success of the distributed ledger technology being predicted on three basic criteria, the network effect, regulatory engagements, and standards. So guys, we've been working with regulatory, we've been trying to get regulatory engagements for many, many years, and I'm pretty sure that it's there. But again, you know, you got to have the, you, you got to have the, you know, the theater um, involved because you can't just throw it all on the people and say, hey, here's a new system. You know, you got to build them up. You got to get them comfortable um, and acquainted with it. And we've been doing that slowly but surely. And a lot of people probably um, are getting ready um, when it comes to that because you got Zelle, you got PayPal, you got Venmo, you got um, all of these cash apps and stuff like that. People are kind of ready for for faster payments, instant payments. You might be able to go to work one day and just say, hey, I want to just collect my day's pay at work. Okay, that's going to happen. Anyway, the network effect naturally requires a greater percentage of participation than any of the up and coming network has as of now. And the consortia of governance groups grow, but none yet boasts a truly global reach to rival that of competitors like Visa. Visa, look how all this stuff is connected. Anyway, similar to clarity, regulatory engagement will require the creation of rules and guidance to govern market participants as the technology evolves to serve the market. On the subject of standards, BNY Mellon points out that Ripple has made a major stride in providing a standard to enable payments across payment networks, which is the interledger. And I'll read this quote and wrap it up. While various organizations and consortiums are working on the blockchain standards, e.g. R3 Hyperledger as previously described, there is yet no true blockchain standard which also impedes progress. Ripple's interledger protocol aims to solve this challenge by enabling diverse ledgers to seamlessly interact with each other. And we've gone over that because we're, we're getting promising um, reports back from the World Bank. And the final word in this report is unequivocal customer experience will be the deciding factor. Customer experience. Okay. We're getting acquainted will be the deciding factor in whether banks stay in the payments business at all and as regulation shifts to open up the market banks will have to do something they have not done in a long time which is compete get relevant like i told you guys you guys know that the banks are a dying business that is the only um, system or only entity that hasn't been digitized you see everything gaming music um, everything else is pretty much digital. Um, so we're kind of already at the precipice of getting to uh, the point of digitization. And anyway, guys, I wanted to end this with <clears throat> a tweet from Ripple. And um, it was a response from Monica Long. And first, I'll go ahead and uh, read Monica Long's tweet. She is the uh, GM of uh, Ripple X for Ripple. Um, she's on a mission to enable the Internet of Value. And she tweeted out, hey, crimes against AAPI communities are rising um, in 2020 um, by 1900% in New York City. And as an Asian-American woman, I'm heartbroken, furious, and ready to act. Here's a great thread on what we, even if you don't identify as AAPI, can all do to help. And she listed that. 
and if you guys don't know what AAPI is, that is Asian American Pacific Islanders. And then Ripple responded by, um, so in support of her. And um, I totally, um, you know, um, love this um, because at the end of the day, you want to resonate with um, love. You want to resonate with compassion. Um, there's no room for hate. Um, there's no room for, you know, discrimination, racism, or anything like that. And um, when you see those things happen, um, you want to see people um, speak out against it. And hopefully, you know, we can, you know, put it into some of this crap that's going on um, with division and things like that. No matter, you know, what party line uh, you come across, whether you're independent or whatever, uh, we always want to have love um, for, you know, not only a fellow human being, um, but also, you know, um, an American citizen. Anyway, um, Ripple decided to respond and they said, we stand in solidarity against hate. Um, visit stop aapihate.org for resources on how to help and check in on your aapi friends and family and co-workers you know what and you know when we are xrp investors we're not only invested in xrp uh, we're invested in the community um, at large and you know we have different nationalities you know that invest here there and everywhere and, you know, we all um, need to, um, you know, treat people correctly. And this is, you know, what you're going to get from this channel 100%. I don't condone any of this behavior. And, um, you know, um, for, you know, my um, Asian American Pacific Islander friends, um, you know, I, I support you guys 100%. Um, I support all human beings, as a matter of fact, um, because I want everybody to, you know, be able to grow. Um, and live, you know, in peace and in happiness and not have to worry about somebody um, doing something stupid. Um, so anyway, um, if I see it, you know, I'm going to get involved and I'm going to not have that person knock it off um, because I don't play that game. Um, that goes with any any nationality, um, white, black, um, Hispanic, um, or whatever, wh whatever your nationality, your background is, um, whatever, um, it's always important to treat people um, as human beings, okay, treat them the way you want to be treated, okay, that's a, a, as, as a rule, a thumb, okay, anyway guys, I hope you guys enjoyed today's video, um, again, if you guys are new to the channel, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, um, as well as that notification bell, whether you follow me on Rumble, BitChute, Gab, um, Twitter, um, YouTube. Um, I appreciate all of you guys um, liking my videos, even making comments or giving comments or suggestions or opinions. I appreciate and value all of it, um, no matter what. Um, I have very thick skin, so if there's some constructive criticism that you want to pour out, I'm all about that too. But anyway, guys, have a good rest of your Thursday. Um, we're almost at the uh, week's end. We'll go over some more stuff tomorrow. And, um, and um, just, uh, again, um, always do your due diligence uh, when it comes to your research and your investigation to um, your, your investments. Continue to read um, outside of, um, you know, YouTube, Twitter, or anything else. Sometimes reading brings uh, solidarity um, and oneness and quietness to um, the individual being. Um, so anyway, guys, um, take care. God bless.
And as always, treat everyone with class, dignity, and respect. Bye-bye.